0: Welcome. you're listening to the Disability Spotlight podcast, lighting the way for disability in the sector. I'm Renee Fraser, Occupational Therapist Disability Spot Executive Member. Disability Spot is a dedicated group of speech pathologists, physiotherapists, and OTs that volunteer their time to provide the best practice, professional development, and networking opportunities for those of you working in the disability sector. I'm here to introduce you to a series of 11 podcasts on goal-setting tools. These podcasts were developed for Disability Spot by students from Western Sydney University, namely Nicole Ma, Robbie Fabunkel, Bronte Gwyneth Valentine jones Jennifer Lavaz, Katenda Machero, and Karen Farmy. These students surveyed Disability Spot members and then researched a series of goal-setting tools. Feel free to listen to them all or to dip in and out of specific tools that interest you. However, be sure not to miss the last episode, which features an interview with a parent on the Pictability tool. This episode goes well beyond the attributes of a goal-setting tool and includes lived experience. I hope you enjoy listening.
1: Hey everyone, we are a group of occupational therapy students who have created this podcast series on goal-setting tools for you, the members of Disability Spot. This episode on the Perceived Efficacy and Goal Setting Scale is presented to you
2: by Jen and Karen. My name's Jennifer and I'm with Karen today. Hey. So today we're going to be having a little chat about a goal setting outcome measure that can be used with children aged between five to nine years old or the equivalent developmental age. So this tool is called the Perceived Efficacy and Goal Setting Scale and it can be abbreviated to PEGS. So from the research, we've looked at, also in conjunction with an interview that we did with Kate, who is an occupational therapist part of of the DD spot, we have gathered some useful information about PEGS. Yeah,
3: so let's first talk about what the tool is. So PEGS is a tool that allows young children with disabilities to self-report their perceived confidence and their ability in their everyday activities in order to set achievable goals. So who is this best suited to when speaking to an occupational therapist, she mentioned using this tool with kids aged between five and nine years old. It can also be used for someone with developmental age, five to nine. For example, they could be older, but their cognitive age is younger. So the tool uses all function, based goal setting
2: questions to get an idea. Oh, in terms of how this tool is conducted, It's mainly pen and paper, and it has a manual that has checklists that you can photocopy and print out. So all the questions are functional related. So for example, they look at gross motor skills, fine motor skills, self-care skills, for example, managing cutlery, and kids choosing which card is more like them, hence the child needs to have good insight for this tool. There's also a checklist to see what parents think, and this can also be used with teachers as well to cross-check that information and see if there's any overlap or any areas that need to be addressed. In terms of how long it takes as well, this varies, but it usually takes about 20 minutes to do the activity with the kids and then you send that checklist out to the parents so they can see as well. According to sources from when we did some research on this tool, it can take up to 40 to 60 minutes. So it just depends on the client.
3: Yeah, so you might wonder what training do I need to conduct this tool? So you'll be happy to know that there's no formal training required. It's actually very straightforward and therapists just tend to read through the manual and that's how they know how to administer it. Now, if we're looking at costs, it does cost $62.50 according to Ability Lab. And this includes the whole kit with a manual, cards and a score form. So it includes a checklist which then can be photocopied and printed off from the manual. There are heaps of advantages, including that it is a straightforward and easy to use tool, uh, it does not require formal training, just reading through the manual. It's easy to transport, so it can be carried in a manila folder. But if we look at some limitations, the tool does have an age limit of 69 years old, and the tool does cost a bit of money
2: to purchase. So in terms of reliability and validity, I won't go into too much detail with statistics, but the tool does collect data from parents and children to get a better picture of the situation and this reduces bias, so it is quite reliable. And the administration of PEGs is also standardized and there's clear instructions, which also minimizes confusion and bias when collecting data from this tool. So it is quite reliable and valid and it's been used in practice quite a- So overall, we think this tool is a pretty good one to use, especially in settings with children it's very straightforward and easy to use and it's not very costly
1: yeah i reckon that's about right good one to try hey everyone bronte here thank you so much for listening to this episode on the pegs assessment as usual if you would like any additional information or links to find this tool please look at our description box and next up we have gas goals with jen and karen